Okay. So, picking up where we left off a moment ago, you four have uh, just fended off against these living statues that seem to have been conjured to life by by this uh, uh, what now you know to be a Drishkin, uh, which the while the uh, the guard captain is calling her a witch, but you would call her a Drishkin spellcaster. Um, so she conjures these statues to life. All the people panicked. The four of you rally together in your own way and, and kind of help stop them and save several of the citizens from being uh, being attacked. And now you've joined into the Stone Dragon Inn um, by the the warm hearth, the warm fire that's burning in the hearth nearby. You all kind of grab a table around. Um, Dargan kind of sitting behind the counter. Um, you watch to. Uh, as you kind of look about, you notice there's quite a few people in the tavern. Uh, it's probably midday, around noon at this point, and you see there's this young lady kind of dashing in and out of the kitchen nearby with plates, kind of getting them, uh, kind of feeding all the people in the tavern. You see there's a lot of merchants, um, people that dress very finely, and a couple of uh, guards standing next to them. Not town guards, but like kind of their bodyguards. You can tell, you see, uh, with almost every merchant, there's at least one to three uh, men or women standing, like sitting with them, each with swords, shields, bows and arrows, armor. You can tell that these guys are definitely hired uh, muscle to protect these merchants in their travels. Um, you also take note of kind of near in the corner. You see, there's this young young woman uh, appears to be traveling with with three. Uh, same, same type of deal. She's got three guards with her. She seems to be very well dressed, um, wearing this vibrant, like blue dress, gold trim, um, hair kind of pulled into a braid that's wrapped around almost like a crown on top of her head, um, blonde, like very bleach blonde hair, um, blue eyes, porcelain skin, um, kind of a bit of a tattered leather vest over her, like kind of hiding. Like it's the one thing that seems a little off about her very well-to-do dress is this kind of tattered leather armor that's kind of strapped over her chest. Um, she's traveling with three companions, all older men, um, one or two, two of them older male humans and one older male dwarf, um, kind of sitting around, all of them eating. Uh, a moment passes and, and she kind of looks over and she particularly looks at you, Adna. And she stands up, the, she says something to, her, to, to the men, and they kind of keep an eye on her as she walks across the tavern in your direction. Well, I, I would buy you a round of drinks, but it seems that the town has done so for me. Uh, I just wanted to extend my thanks. I, I saw what you did out there. Uh, it was very brave and valiant for all of you to just throw yourselves into harm's way for the sake of others. Mercy Brigham, uh, from Rothenheim. Sorry, I noticed your wardrobe, and I just had to come over and introduce myself. Uh, you're from the Academy, yes? Uh, yes, I, I did go to the Academy. Um, what did you study there? Oh, I'm um, sorry, I, I didn't study. Um, afraid not. I uh, worked for my father's company, actually. Um, what Academy is this? Uh, well, it's the Academy of, at Rothenheim. Uh, Academy for the Arcane, in fact, to be, to be exact. Brigenheim? Rothenheim. No, 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 her last name. Uh, her name? Brigham. Uh, no. Brigham? Yeah, Brigham. Brigham. I've heard of that Academy. Um, you have, uh, you have not, actually. 
you, you've never been to that part of the world, I'm afraid. So yeah, you're unfamiliar. Actually, I don't think any of you would have heard of that academy, except maybe you. You probably heard of it, just based on the fact that you you wanted to attend an academy at some point. So her father was a merchant? Uh, yeah. Uh, and you notice, too, she's gotten closer. She's, she looks very young. Um, she's probably in her late teens, maybe. But she's very well poised and put, put together, uh, despite her age. Would you like to go to the academy one day? Uh, no, I'm afraid not. I quite, Why not? Well, I quite like to work for my father's business. Oh, and I, business, I'm probably, yeah. I'm very familiar with that. Good. Anyways, I just wanted to introduce myself and extend my thanks. As I said, uh, not many people would be willing to put their lives on the line. Uh, my bodyguards, as much as I tried to get them to rush into hell, they're Unfortunately, they get paid to protect me, so they drug me off the streets. Not by my choice. She seems a little frustrated. Um, <laughs> she kind of like looks over at them. Um, anyways, if, if you need anything, feel free to reach out. We'll be in town for tonight. And then me making our way to Iridescent in the morning. Thank you, it's very lovely to meet you. You as well. She kind of turns around and begins to make her way back to uh, the three, three men that are kind of sitting around the table eating. When I get a second, I'm going to slip back over to the bar. Okay. Um, can I just look to see if there's anyone I should be worried about? Make a perception check. <laughs> on my way over to can the I bar. Give inspiration. Yeah, okay, you can. Let's see if you stole anything on me. That tiny! Oh my gosh! Cool. So, um, looking about, you don't see anyone. It seems to be. No, no one you should be worried about as you look about. However, um, you kind of look out the window. To the left, kind of through the uh, through the uh, kind of, the panes are a little frosted over from the cold outside and the heat inside. Um, you see some figures, and you kind of take your hand and you kind of like rub a little hole, and you look out, and you do see uh, you see uh, you see uh, Donovan as he kind of makes his way out of like coming down a side street uh, with with that same half orc that was chasing you earlier. Um, the two of them begin to kind of look around the uh, the main marketplace. They see as you see as people are gathering all their goods up, putting the stalls back together again. Um, and these two kind of they look look around. They quickly glance up at the uh, at the tavern, like through the window. And you can pull your head back, and you look back and you see them as they make their way down south, um, following the driveway. Okay. Just say I'm keeping an eye out. Okay. Did his heart rate change by any chance? Make a perception check. On my way back over to the bar, I want to see if you stole anything off me. Um, Seventeen. Not. <laughs> uh, as you kind of check your goods, they all seem to be in. Nothing, nothing seems to have been taken off of you. What was it? Seventeen. Seventeen? Um, you did hear as all of a sudden his legs started tapping against the ground like very quickly, and you hear his tail kind of start to flourish quickly as well. He starts to get, you can, you can hear the senses of anxiety in him. Something wrong, Castorus? Just, my drink's a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> can I do it? Can you? I gotta make a deception check. Inside's gonna be hard for you. 18. 18. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 
didn't help, did it? Did you just use bardic inspiration on the deception? I he hides it well in his voice. Like, he's got very good control over his voice. You notice that, like every every time he says something, he doesn't show a bit of anxiety. But his, you can hear like you can hear his he's twitching, um, kind of shaking a little bit. You can hear in his body that he's a little nervous about something. Something's making him anxious, and it happened suddenly. It wasn't, but it happened a moment ago. So, um, so you wander back over to the barn. Do, um, I notice if anybody's really paying attention to me. Uh, kind of looking about, make a perception check and see if anyone's kind of noticing. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, kind of looking about, you you don't you don't see anyone paying attention to you. Um, you kind of see as as Mercy's talking to some of her guards, and she looks over at you from time to time, kind of smiles. Um, but no one seems to be taking notice of you. No, I, uh, no one seems to be. Ever since that initial when you walked in, and a few people kind of gave you that look, kind of looked, and, and you know what they're looking for. Um, but they kind of looked you up and down a little bit, and uh, ever since that, nobody's paid much mind. All right, I'll walk over to Dargan. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Excuse me, Dargan. Um, did you happen to see a man come in here in the past few days or so? He had dark hair. Um, Blue eyes, and he was wearing robes similar to mine. Looks at you. Did you happen to see him? Oh, uh, afraid not. Uh, there is another tavern in town. Uh, it's called the Iron Flask. If you came into town, it's possible you stayed there. Uh, pretty sure I would recognize it if I saw someone wearing the robes of the uh, Academy, right? That's correct, yes. From Rothenheim. And you notice, uh, as kind of coming out from the kitchen doors behind them, you see that that uh, young girl again. She's probably in her late teens, early twenties. She steps out. Um, the one that's been kind of going to and from the barmaid as she goes to and from the tables. Um, you notice she's uh, she's kind of she's tall. She's she's a little curvy. She's got like very freckled face, long curly brown hairs, and like a really big smile. Um, as, as she kind of comes out, um, she, she takes a look at you and she looks at your wardrobe and she just gives this big grin, kind of, um, you can tell she just, she's not looking at you, she's looking at your attire. And, and she, she kind of makes her way past taking drinks and stuff to other tables. Uh, Dargan kind of, ah, there's my niece. Uh, yeah. Name's Ilyeth. She's been wanting to go to the academy ever since she was a little thing. Almost got enough money saved up to send her there, but uh, it is a bit of an expense. It is, unfortunately, but I hope she can go one day. I plan on. If I keep saving the way I am, within this next year, I'll send her there. That'll be fantastic. Hence why you're just getting the ale on the house tonight. <laughs> it's no problem. I'm happy to pay for my drinks. It's really no issue. Oh, don't you worry about that. Town's gonna get a, they're gonna get a bill. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, what's yours and what's due. Exactly. Always. But, uh, no, sorry I can't help you. Never, I haven't seen them. Like I said, you could try the iron flask. But if you get it that way, be careful. A lot of shady folk go to that side of town. It's where a lot of the Drishkin refugees tend to stay. Uh, owned by a Drishkin, in fact. A man by the name of Gildas. 
want to get too involved with that one. Uh, now, listen to me, I ain't got no problem with Drishkins. Drishkins tend to cause problems for me. It's unfortunate to hear. Thank you for the information. Of course. Sorry, couldn't be more help. It's alright. Would I know what would be standard to tip in this kind of situation given my background? Uh, given your background, standard, a couple of copper is typically what you're going to okay. tip us. Put that on the table. Yeah, two copper. Mm -hmm. Takes it, kind of gives you a nod. How many copper to a gold? Ten. Ten. Or no, I'm sorry, ten to a silver, hundred to a gold. So. I'll figure that out later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want, to, you can, a silver is considered a very good tip. So. Yeah, we'll do that. If you want to just leave my silver, yeah. so you leave my silver, takes it. Appreciate you. And you watch as he immediately takes it, and he wanders kind of. Uh, you see back behind, in between the casks of ale that kind of sit along the back shelf, there's a uh, there's a singular bottle, like very large glass jug. Um, and you see that it's about halfway filled with coins, and he kind of pops the cork off, drops the silver in there, and puts it back on. I'll return back to wherever it is that we're going to go back to the table with uh, your new comrades. Okay. I'm going to ask Casper's oh, <laughs> real quick. Um, well, if you're going to put us in danger, I'd really like to know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just seem very fidgety. I told you, it's something in my drink. You and I both know that. But you're having the same drink that we are drinking, right? <laughs> yeah, it just tastes a little funny. I don't know what the issue is here. I have Benzie back over. <laughs> yeah, you back over. What do you mean the man he's running from? <laughs> so he is running from someone, and there is danger. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> You guys, or as, as Castro gets kind of flustered, he says, what the heck, you watch, all of a sudden you see something in his cloak kind of goes, <laughs> and you see as this little cat kind of pokes its head from underneath his robes, oh my goodness. and it kind of like hops onto his lap, and, he, and you notice for a brief moment before he can cover it back up, you see is it's this strange little creature, it's, it's got the face of a cat, but the body of an owl, it's feathered, it's got this long, and it's... And it kind of like turns its head from side to side, and then he just quickly covers it back up and like kind of puts it back under his robes. Did you find such a creature? Um, make a, make a nature check for you. Do I even have anything? That's good. Nope, still dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one. <laughs> Don't that even cat try. Like an owl? <laughs> And uh, Armas, you notice as it kind of looks over towards your pocket for a moment, it's kind of... As he kind of tucks it back away. And you feel something <laughs> shuffle about in your pocket. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Owls like mice. <gasps> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Okay. Go ahead and make a make a narcotic check. That was not a game. <laughs> Sorry. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one. Billy, the, whatever you're saying.
saying. <laughs> Arcana? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, uh, 24. 24. Mm, wow. Oh, yes. Two whispers. Two whispers. I mean, I'll still use it for sure. I'm just going to do that. Yeah, it's fine. I'll just have to give extra. <laughs> we were actually going to print and sell them, and then it just became easier to do digital downloads. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, so. I'll just make these a little bit cheaper. People can print them themselves. Yes. <laughs> so, as you guys are sitting here, um, kind of amongst yourselves talking, uh, suddenly you, you hear as uh, one of the nearby patrons. Um, you hear a stool kind of kicks out from under, and you hear these little feet just kind of hit the ground. Um, the three of you look over, you can hear it, but the three of you look over and you see this gnomish man, kind of an elderly gnome, kind of, he kind of takes his mug and, kind of, and he kind of, it's kind of like dragging, he's very drunk. Um, and he's kind of, he wanders over to, to the bar and kind of like climbs up on the stool, and Dargan just goes, oh, hell not this again. And he just... I'm telling you, Dargan. I'm telling you. It's kobolds. They're in this town. I don't know where they're hiding, but it's kobolds. They it must have been behind all this. Dargan kind of... He kind of takes a heavy sigh and, and wanders back over and says, Naffy, I'm going to need you to stop talking this nonsense. And he, the gnomes, I'm not going to tell me. Is is kobolds? Kobolds. Oh. And he just slams his head down on the table. And Dargan just kind of shakes his head and slides a towel, like picks his head up and slides a towel up under him, and then just sets it back down. Do we know what he was talking about? Is it a creature? Uh, make a history check. I'm not saying. Because <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven? Kobold. The name strikes you. You've never seen one, but, you, but you have, you've heard of them. You, you know they're some kind of... Uh, kind of like lizard folk, but much smaller. Mm, that's about all you know. Okay. Well, what do you all have business here in Stonebrook? Some away, um... Trying to see about uh, fielding. So, yeah, fielding. Anyone from there or been there? Where? Um, you guys, you're all familiar with fielding, um, but none of you were actually from there. But uh, you would, you would also know that you were on the border of fielding. You're on the Elador fielding border right now. Like Stonebrook is the last stop before you get into fielding. As soon as you pass out of the city walls, you're there. Familiar, but. No, not from there. I'm actually from um, Crescent Cliffs. Have you heard of it? No. Is it far? Not too far, actually. Oh. It's a beautiful place. I didn't pass by it on my travels. You did not. It's really kind of nestled in the mountains. And what brought you here? Adventure. Mm -hmm. Check. 
Put it inside check. Farkas Tear? Is that right? Farkas Tear? I can't pronounce anything. <laughs> Don't even sit a magical item or a place or. Make. Um, the only person here that might know what this is is you. I know both of you. Make um, history checks, both of you. Is that tear? Oh, like it's almost the, a 19! Yeah. Oh, shit. Like that you shed from your eye yeah. or a tear? 12. <laughs> this is a history or a history? Okay, so that's a thirteen. Thirteen and twelve. Um, okay, so you guys are not, you're not familiar what tier is, but the two of you do are familiar with Farica. Uh, Farica is the Drishkin goddess of affliction and uh, disease. Farika being a Drishkin goddess, you figured you'd go to Old Drishka, which is in now Thielden. Okay. So. so going pretty much similar. similar going pretty much where you need to go. I've heard that's where I can get more information and figure out more about it. All I know is that it can help me and my mom, so. Help you how? Well, I'll remove the bandage. What happens is she pulls the bandage down, you notice her eyes are black. This is, they're not like cataracts, they're just pure, pure ebony black. This, (laughs) and also my mom is sick, and my dad was supposed to finish the task of getting this, but apparently he didn't, so I'm trying to finish that. Some sort of curse. You could say that. Yeah. Does it look arcane in nature? Make an arcana check. Nice. Twelve. A twelve. Looking at. I mean, 
maybe you're not sure. I mean, it does look to be, it doesn't look to be natural. I mean, you've never seen a, a blind person with just pitch black eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Uh, you're not sure if it's arcane, you're not sure if it's a curse, but it, it definitely doesn't look natural. And what about you? Well, um, I'm here firstly escaping from those people um, who had me hostage for a while. Um, just some pirates, yeah, don't even know the name of them. Um, what did you do? Did you perform for them? Were they disappointed in the performance? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> who could be? <laughs> um, no, they... Just basically I needed a ride here from my continent, um, and I didn't know that they were pirates, and then I got stuck performing for them until now, so. And now I'm trying not to be seen by them again, so. <laughs> Do you owe them anything? Um, no, not really. It's just Insight. Insight check. Insight check. Deception or persuasion. <laughs> don't have to tell us which one, just yeah. you know what it is. Oh. Didn't work that much. I'm so bad. You be- yeah, you believe it. <laughs> Wait, are you what, sure? What'd you, what'd you roll? A two. Oh, plus. Yeah, I got a six. Yeah. What'd you get? You believe it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I am yeah. pretty sure I know you're yeah. chat on that. Battle yeah, of the yeah, single yeah. digits. Yeah. <laughs> um, you believe him as much as you can believe this strange tiefling. Hmm. But I did need to get here, so this is good. Um, I'm looking for Orpheus's... Is that right? Orpheus's lyre. It's a magical lyre, and um, I'm just a musician myself, so I'm trying to find it, if you can already oh. tell. <laughs> Is there anyone like performing right now? Uh, currently not. No, okay. there, there is no one performing actually in the tavern. I was about to roast them. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly does Sly do? Um, honestly, not sure. It's just—it's an item of law. Yeah. Um, I think. Rumor has it that it belonged to the gods, so oh. it'd be pretty cool to have, I think. I think so as well, <laughs> to be it's honest. It's shiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, my performances, at least, so help me get out some stuff. You guys are gathering real quickly that this tiefling, he's all about performing arts. Peter <laughs> <laughs> <Theater> kid. <laughs> no, he's not. Did you perform on your own? Uh, I did before. Um, my dad was a musician too, um, so he taught me a lot. Yeah, how interesting. Nice that your father passed on those virtues. Did you only get your mustache from your father? <laughs> he didn't have a mustache. <laughs> About this point, you guys hear, um, Someone shout from across the, like, across the bar. Um, you see as a man comes down from the stairs, uh, the same man that you saw earlier, but now cleaned up. The man that came out of the alleyway, all dirtied up, muddied. Um, the one that was being assailed by those those little cloaked figures. He kind of makes his way down the tavern. He seems to be much well dressed now. His hair is still a little wet, 
Um, looks like he probably just recently uh, washed himself off. He looks at your table. You four! How would you like to make some coin? Never argue with coin. Sounds good to me. He quickly like moses <laughs> over and sits down at your table. Aims Luther at Trist. And I was robbed today. In the midst of all the chaos, someone decided to fucking rob me! Little Cretans! Little children in cloaks! You were the one squealing like the little girl. <laughs> we heard you earlier. I wouldn't say I was squealing. <laughs> Listen, my idiot guards fled. As soon as they saw the skies tear open, they took off running like a bunch of cowards that they are. Anyways, there was a very important item that was stolen from me. A tablet. Very rare, very old Drishkin, Drishkin ancient stuff. I've got a buyer set up in here in this. I need to get it back. Badly. Tablet. Tablet, yes. Tablet. Tablet, yes. <laughs> but an old tablet. I am talking very old. The etchings are inscribed in gold. Given my background, would I know if he is like a black market dealer? Um, go ahead and make a make a actually an investigation check on this case. Look him over and see what you find. It's fine. It's fine. I'm about to give up on this day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's a five. It's a five. Yes. Um, kind of looking him over. He does have a sick degree. You're not sure if he's up to shady business or not. He seems well enough dressed. Yeah. Um, seems very, very pissed off at the moment. Um, but in terms, you're not sure what his dealings are. Uh, he does seem to have a legitimate signet ring, though, that you look down and you do see. He's got, um, there is an inscription uh, on it of, uh, the, it would be the. Uh, the Firelight Trading Company. Little flame inscribed underneath the ruby on the ring. Would I know if it's getting time, like close to time for my meeting? Um, getting close, yeah, a couple hours, maybe an hour or two from now. It's getting close to sundown at this point, so yeah. Uh, anyways, bring me that tablet from those little Cretans. They chase, I chase them down an alley as far as I could see them, and then they've vanished. They just disappeared. I can't even show you. Actually, I think he saw me, because I'm pretty sure he watched me walk out of the alleyway, covered in mud, and he... It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We know the alley. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways. Bring me my tablet. 300 gold pieces. Split it however you like I said, I need it back because I'm going to buy a set of an Iridesa and in just just a two weeks time I'm just supposed to take it there, sell it. Easy Gracie. Mr. Trust, were you robbed or were you targeted? Well, I would say both, probably. They sure did beeline right for me. Little fuckers. Just a couple of little hooded gremlins just running after me, tackling me, pushing me down, going straight for the tablet, like they knew I had it. 
And so yeah, just... I would say both. I see you're so... part of the Firelight Training Company, yes? Well, yes. Uh, do you have any current enemies or competitors? He looks you over and he takes a look at your ring. Do their rings match? No. <laughs> I wouldn't say enemies. Friendly competition, I like it. Do I know what this company does? Uh, make a history check. Come on. Come on. Ten. A ten? Uh, you're, you've heard of it. It's a smaller company. Um, there's only a handful of merchants that run it, and they they typically they showed up after the war between Thielden and Drishka. So you gather that everything they're moving is essentially probably what's remnants of the war. Okay. Uh, anything they could they could scavenge off battlefields. Do you own this company? Uh, no, I'm just working for it. Huh. Anyways, I'm going to get a drink. Like I said, 300 gold pieces in cash. Just just go get the tablet, please. You guys seem more than capable. I saw you out there fighting against that big statue. You've got this. You can handle a couple of little kids in robes. What you could though. <laughs> <laughs> well, they stood about three feet tall. They looked like kids. I mean, I don't know. They were no, just... remember that. Thanks to believe the kobolds, sorts. The drunk gnome. I heard him carrying on when I walked into this place. Listen, I didn't get a good look at them. Maybe they are kobolds, but what are kobolds doing out in the middle of the day? I don't know, that's a good question. Okay, tell this story. I can inside check. You said insight? Yeah. <laughs> Our rolls are bad! Yeah. They're so oh, bad! His rolls are great. Yeah. I know. Oh. I'm just, okay. <laughs> everything's over here. Yeah. It's because he's talking dirty to him. Y'all gotta be good guys. Okay, okay. okay. I'm, I'm gonna try that. 14. Um, he actually doesn't seem to have been lying to you. Like everything you, you're listening to him, he's, he's definitely, uh, he's irate, he's frustrated, he hears heart rates high. Um, probably about to kill over from a heart attack if he's not careful. But uh, he doesn't seem to be lying. Seems like more he's gonna get in trouble since he lost yeah, it. Yeah, that, that seems like probably a pretty big payday for him. Yeah. So, seems like this thing seems pretty important to you, right? Well, yeah, of course. Well, I would say 300 is a pretty low number for us to go get something that is your responsibility. <laughs> Persuasion. <laughs> <That's laughs> <a good guy. laughs> Persuasion half intimidation. Your mama's so fast. <laughs> <laughs> a nine! A nine? Yeah. Three hundred. <laughs> I guarantee you, I could go pay the guards 200, and one of them would go hunt this thing down. However, based on the shit show that happened earlier, the guards are a little tied up at the moment. So, 300, that's my offer. Bring me the tablets. I'm going to get a drink. Pleasure to meet you all. And he stands up. Uh, one more thing, Mr. Trust. Turns around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Were people aware that you had this item? Were you flaunting oh, it about? What? I was curious what the tablet does. I mean, when you touch it, is it going to explode? Well, the other, it's a little the, more just, important, I think. As you two are arguing, he walks away. Like, just as you two are like, <laughs> kind of going back, well, they just walk straight to the bar. Well, it's gone. <laughs> what about the, the little ones? He 
took his tablet. You know, do they... Don't know. Would they have known that he had it? Possibly, if he was targeted, yes. Seems like I don't from know what I've heard, do I, I know that if he was targeted or not? From what you heard? Oh yeah, from what you heard? Yes. Yeah. No, I knew that he was targeted? Yeah, they... The assailants knew what they were after. Like it again. Like it again. Are you going to share it with the group? Yes. They, you heard them speak in Draconic, and yes. they said, Grab it now, grab the tablet, get it for the witch. That's what they, that's what they said. <laughs> oh. Simple information. Yeah. So he was targeted. Is anyone familiar with this witch? I know you recognize her. Okay. To be honest, I don't want to mess with her. She seems incredibly powerful, and I was very aware that whatever she did was not illusion magic. So, it was real. It really did happen. And I, for one, have never seen someone open up a rift in the sky. So, going after her, those guards are most likely dead. If I had to guess, but not opposed to making some quick coin if we can figure out where these small beings went. Not opposed to some corn either, but I don't want to wind up like Catherine's over here with a target on my back. It's true. I have a target on my back. <laughs> well, it sounds like that you're running from something. <laughs> Looking over your shoulder. But <laughs> do I hear anybody that's like at all talking or familiar with who he is? Um, make a make a perception it. check as you listen around. Um, you do since you're using hearing, you've got keen hearing, so you roll with advantage. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Our new dice are not like oh my god. I mean, it is kind of hard to make out all the conversations. Quite a few people are talking in here, but most of them are discussing the events that transpired. You don't hear anyone speaking about anyone in particular about a tiefling or a half-orc or a, a, a human wizard. You, you hear um, mostly people kind of fearful. You hear a few people with their, their, their voices are still kind of shaking, um, just speaking about the events that transpired, what they saw, what they witnessed. Um, you hear as one person... It, 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 he's, how did I miss all of this? I, why? Why did I take a nap at this day, at that hour? And you hear him get kind of frustrated that he missed everything, that he didn't see any of it. Um, but everything seems to be just kind of disgusting. So, you guys. Um, well, uh, I don't know about all of you, but I have a meeting with someone this evening um, that I have to attend to. Um, I don't know if any of you have any business here in Stonebrook, but I do have to take care of that. Family business. I mean, you're all welcome to come along, I suppose. It's your family. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll probably just go to sleep upstairs, honestly. <laughs> Alright. I can handle it on my own. <laughs> it's you said that. You said No. Okay. I'm good. Sure. Okay. Well, have fun. But if we're going to stick together for this one particular job, uh, let me know if you leave. I think it would be pertinent. If not, well, we'll see you another day, I suppose. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, meet back here. Yep. I believe we're staying here, dear. Well, Unless you're staying someone else. I heard about the iron flask. Might be right up your alley. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> you're the one going out in the middle of the night. So, it's the afternoon. You watch as Darwin kind of overhears this. He wanders over and kind of like hands out another flask of ale. Well, here's the thing. I said, uh, well, technically, Valeria's covering your drinks for the night. She didn't say anything about your rooms. And she surely, just walks away. Surely that could be negotiated. Well, I'm sure it could. Five silvers apiece. I don't know about that. I don't. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm Casper's Falcon. You must have heard of me. <laughs> you kidding Spot me? Out. You kidding me? Who's the guy that we just? No! Why does no one know me? Why does no one know me? Yikes! This is gonna be so much fun. So many people do know me. Hey, got it. Sorry. You kidding me? The horns. I mean, I feel like I would recognize you guys saw you before. I mean, I'm sure. What is this place? I've been here. Actually, the guy over there. Circus. No. It's not a circus. You know what? I'll show you. There's an open stage, right? Can I just... Yeah, there's like an open stage. Oh it's my god. Stage. There's like an open <laughs> area where you can tell. <laughs> so you're gonna, you're gonna do it? If I... If you like my performance, can we stay the night here? Huh? Make a persuasion check. Dang. You're good at charisma. Come on. Can okay. I inspire? Yeah, you can. It's my last one. Do it. Your last one! <laughs> okay. It's like mid-afternoon. It's good. Yes! It's not bad. It's not bad. Okay, and then you said persuasion? Persuasion. Finally. Oh my gosh. I was gonna go another route. <laughs> 18. 18. Yep. Alright. Tell you what. Get over there, you can perform for me. You can get this lot a little more cheerful. I'll get you a room for the night. Easy enough. <laughs> Head on stage, get a little. Loot amp. I don't know if they have amps. They probably don't have amps in, in our place. Magical amps. Get my loot tuned then. Okay. Whip out my little cloak and I say, Mavis, do the thing. <laughs> Make a performance check. Oh no. While that's going on, I'm going to be on lookout or listening for if anyone's coming in for him. Okay. Right. Yeah. Make a perception check. So. I use my advantage? inspiration because it was it was okay. It was great. Do I get advantage? You do because you're hearing. You're listening. Anytime you're listening. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. What's your first performance? Got to be good. Um, uh, twenty-four. <laughs> Gotta make a point. Yeah. Uh, twenty-four. Okay. Um. Uh, so, um, you guys watch as Castro skits uh, kind of over near the hearth and. Uh, 
flourish, there's a quick flourish, and suddenly the little cow comes kind of like, it kind of flutters out of his cloak. I cast minor illusion and make little like lights all around the place. Oh my okay. gosh. Alright. So, oh, it's only five foot, so you can do it around you though. Okay, like, yeah, like, around kind the of stage. like little stage yeah, lights. Stage wow. lights. <laughs> nope, that's the wrong one. Uh, give me a second. I got one for this, I promise. You know I was gonna perform. <laughs> do the thing. Do the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm channeling. I thought maybe. Oh my god. Maybe it's Julie. Is his is your person or your old character's design kinda like his, but in like the teetling form? So you watch as he breaks out or, and begins to like really um, jam down on this loot. You watch as he, he creates this illusory light so that you get to kind of hover around him. And this little cow kind of flutters out in front of him on the on the ground and begins to just do a little jig. You oh see as she floods, she she pulls her wings out to the side and they kind of like blow up as she dances around in a circle. Her little claws, her little talons tapping like a like a tap dancer on the wood, just with a little just kind of just kind of tapping to the music as he goes. Um, and you see as everyone in the tavern that's been kind of panicked and worried, they all of a sudden look over and all of them just just kind of all of them begin to tap on the table and begin to tap their feet to the music. Dargan kind of looks around and... Alrighty then. Rooms it is. Turns around as you continue the music playing and Mavis just continues to dance. <laughs> um, with your perception check as you kind of listened in to the, uh, to the uh, room, still no one seeking him currently. So... So you are headed out of the tavern? No one told me he did a great job. No one. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Not signing autographs tonight, but I will be back another time. Just Literally no Don't one tell one anyone I'm here. Thank you. Know. If you want me to return. <laughs> Don't so, tell anyone I'm here. As you, you. as you finish Have up the night. as you finish up the music, the song, and you say this, all the people are just kinda like they, they kind of catch all of <laughs> Thank you, thank and, you. And they're like, and then they just kind of. Oh, all right, sure, sure. So, Mavis, pop back in. <laughs> so Mavis kind of uh, jumps back into your clothes. She kind of just jumps back in, um, perches in the little satchel that you have that you kind of like keep for her. Um, perches uh, like perches up in place. Um, you head out of the tavern and you make your way over to the Merchant's Guild. Correct. Um, pretty easy to find as you kind of wrap around. You, you did get some directions earlier in the day um, as you make your way around the corner and head inside. So as you walk in, um, the guild itself uh, is kind of, as, as you walk in, there's this kind of initial, almost like a lobby. Uh, there's a small desk uh, next to a hallway that leads back to multiple uh, doors that kind of extend. Um, which you, you know would be uh, like conference rooms, places to meet. And out in front there's like a small waiting area next to a hearth fire burning currently. It's still a little cool outside. Um, and you're, as, as you enter in, you do, you hear as the bell kind of, there's a bell above the door that's kind of like, um, And you watch as 
this uh, this half elf kind of approaches, slightly pointed ears, um, very slender with like bowl cut golden hair. Um, he wears red, red and navy robes, the the typical uh, Eladoran garb, um, embroidered embroidered with the Eladoran Merchants Association crest, which is a golden eagle um, with a scale in one claw and a bundle of sage in the other. Um, he he's, ties, he's got a long, kind of pointed nose. It's got a little bitty crook in it that just kind of holds his spectacles a lot. Uh, as you enter in, you, you kind of approach. Ah, yes. Can I help you? Yes, dear. Um, I'm here to represent the Dutz family. I'm meeting with a nobleman. He kind of gives you a gesture for your for your hand. And, ah, yes. There you are. Ah, I see. Uh, yes, and he kind of you watch as he pulls out a ledger and he begins to kind of look through it. And, uh, I see. You you were here to meet with uh, Mr. Coulter Walsh, correct? That's correct. Oh, I'm part of my so I uh, didn't introduce myself. Halfen, by the way, Halfen Splinterwick. Uh, where are my manners? I am afraid to inform you that Mr. Coulter has decided to leave town uh, due to today's rather terrifying events. He has decided to make, elected to make his way back to Iridessa. Uh, he wanted me to inform the Dax Trade Company that if you would like to continue business with him, you will have to come meet him there. You said Iridessa? Yeah. Afraid he was a little bit uh, panicked and fearful. And to be honest, it's understandable given the circumstances. Of course. Did On another note, uh, did you come with payment for your fee this month? Yes, I did. Uh, how much does my family owe you? Well, it looks a little perplexed at the moment. Considering uh, Mr. Ashwood, I believe was his name, uh, cleaned out your account here, you, you would owe the monthly fee of uh, 60 gold pieces. Say what now? Yes, uh, Mr. Ashwood, uh, Elijah Ashwood, with Dax Trading Company, came by a, a few days ago. In fact, uh, said that he was traveling through on important business, uh, and he needed a little coin. He had all of the proper uh, paperwork. Uh, he cleared your account of 400 gold pieces, and uh, I'm afraid that I'm going to need at least 60 gold pieces as your your minimal membership fee to maintain yourselves as part of the association. He did say that someone would be by in a few days that would be able to pay this. Did he now? Um, well, he didn't have proper permission, and so I don't know if that paperwork was forged or not. I but he um, begins to like pull through the ledger real quick. It will be and slightly unfortunate if um, he was allowed through to clear those accounts. He pulls uh, the ledger out, make an intimidation check. Ooh. Ooh. Very scary. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Nine. Nine. He begins to kind of like flip through his ledger, and you see as he gets to a spot in it, and He pulls this paperwork out. What is this? What, what is this? Kind of flips through again and immediately begins to sweat and he turns red. I, I am so sorry. 
the seal is here, and he kind of like shows it over to you. But there's the the letter itself is all the page, the lay the page is empty. There is a seal stamped onto it. It is the Dax Trading Company seal, but the page is now empty. Um, and you remember that Elijah used to do these types of things with you when he wanted to write you secret messages. He would write things that would um, they would allow you to read them for a short amount of time, and then they would vanish. It's all right. It's all right. I am so sorry. I, I don't know how this could have happened. I, he, Here, let me let's, I, let's talk this over. Um, how about for now we waive the fee? Um, I will try and find Elijah this and get our money back. You don't understand. It's not up to me with the fee. In two weeks, they're going to come and they're going to check. The, the members of the association from Arthur and I are going to be here. If your name is not in the ledger with the fee, they are going to revoke your license here in Stonebrook. Do you have a messaging service here? <sighs> not one that would be fast enough, I'm afraid. I'm sorry, this is grave error on my part, but I do not have the money to, to cover this. This type of thing has never happened before. Unfortunately, neither do I right now. I can get the money, however. Are you sure you don't have anyone who can get to Crescent Cliffs within the night? To Crescent Cliffs, yes. yes. But but not to the to the Merchants Association in Rothenheim. Right, no. I just need to get the money from Crescent Cliffs. From Crescent Cliffs, yes. Here. Uh, yes. Uh, who would we need to send to? I'll send Ryder out immediately. Cecilia and Donovan Dutsk, please. Cecilia and Donovan Dutsk. Yes. Very well. They need to know what has happened and how much is owed. And they will send the money promptly. Very well. He kind of uh, immediately begins to write. I'm so sorry. Once again, I apologize. I'll Do you know where this Elijah went? I... Where he said he was headed? I'm not sure. I know that he said he was staying at the Iron Flask, which I did seem to find interesting. Most merchants never stay there. It's, it's a bit of a... Uh, well, it's a tavern for Drishkins, mostly. Uh, did he mention why he was taking the money and clearing the account? He just said it was important business. The writ was signed by by Donovan himself. I did not question it at all. He had a ring, he had a signet ring, he had the letter, he had everything it's, needed. It's, it's alright, really. It's just money. It'll be fine. It'll get handled. Very well. As I said, I will send the rider out immediately, at once, as soon as I can. Uh, should I should I say anything about you? This no. For now, well, I guess with your writer, send news of Coulter going back home. Very well. Again, I'm so very sorry. This has never happened before. It's all right. And he begins to immediately write a letter um, and kind of in a very panicked and hurriedly. Um, getting to scribble down um, what has happened here. So, during this time, what are you three doing? Talking to my fans. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just making the rounds around yeah, the tower. And you are quite popular now with that with that performance. And and everyone seems very interested in Mavis. Like you see, there's uh, this um, younger woman. She's probably in like her nineteen, like nineteen twenty-ish, and she's like, "What was that?" 
I've never seen such a little creature. It's so cute. Can I see it, please? Yeah, sure. And I'm still, she's close. But so you're like, yeah, you're yeah. just like, you keep her. Yeah. Can I touch her, please? Can I touch her? You can pet her, yeah. Mavis kind of looks up at you and you see this noise like, <laughs> <laughs> And immediately she reaches down, uh, Mavis kind of like, just starts hissing. <laughs> and she kind of like pulls her hands away. Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the girl's it's okay, she's, she's adorable. I'm so sorry about this. She's she's just, after performing, she's, she's a diva. No, I totally understand. I <laughs> Great performance. You, 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 Don't tell anyone I was here. Okay, thank you. Right, it's your eyes go So what about you two? What are you guys doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kind of listening around, making sure just listening into conversations and if there's anything that stands out or peculiar. Yeah. Um, you, the only thing that like really stands out is you still have nothing here relating to any of your, your newfound comrades, but you do hear that gnome, uh, kind of wakes up and he's got this tiny little red cap on, he's got like this white beard, really long pointy ears, um, and you notice he's, he's wearing an apron as well, it's kind of like dusty and covered in, uh, like a leather apron that's real dusty and worn out, um, kind of comes to, and, um, Dargan, can I get another round please? Just <laughs> one. Well, Dargan just kind of, <sighs> Naffy, you've had quite enough. I think it's time for you to go home. And he kind of, I really don't want to go home. Whereas, I mean, the kobolds are going to be there. They're going to move the dishes around, or they're going to, if they're going to chop the stool off, I don't know what they've done this time. But probably a bucket of water standing under over my front door. I don't want to go home, please. And Dargan just kind of, he kind of re reaches over and he puts, like, Dargan's hand is as big as this little gnome's head. He puts it on his shoulder. For the love of gods, please go the fuck home now. <laughs> <laughs> and the little gnome just kind of, oh, all right. Don't like this place anyways. He kind of hops down uh, and begins to scuttle out of the tavern. He turns is he around. near? Okay, sorry. Yeah, so he's like kind of making his way across. Yeah, yeah so you can hear him as he's making his way to, toward the door, towards the exit. Yeah. So do you want to? Is there any way like I could take my staff to kind of like stop him before? Yeah, let's say. So you guys are pretty close to the entrance. Okay. You guys are in the window. As he kind of gets close to the door, as you hear his little hand reaching up, you kind of like slap the side of the door while you're staffing. Oh, all right. What's, a, what's this? I, I know you. Uh, no, but it sounds like you have some good information about what's going on around here, and me being unfamiliar, I just want to know. Well, I, I don't know about all that. I know there's kobolds in this city. Now, that much I do know for sure. Can you tell me more about them? Well, little tiny lizard gremlin-like folk. They've had it out for my kind since the dawn of time. What is this guy? <laughs> Right He's a gnome. I love him. <laughs> These little cretins, they've been coming to my house. I would swear that I stacked the dishes perfectly next to the sink, and when I come home, they've been scattered about all over the kitchen. And then, you know, I sat out on my stool the other day, and it fell apart on me. I made that stool. I made it. It would not fall apart. They had messed with it somehow. Dangerous little creatures. Would they mess with anything else besides your dishes, your furniture, anything else? Anything stolen? No, not 
honest. Well, that's a lie. They did steal the silverware once. But I found it <laughs> in my trousers. <laughs> you got her. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. Like I said, I put on my pants and all of a sudden there's a everything came falling out of them. I'm just saying. They, these little things come at night. They don't like the daylight. See, they live underground where it's dark. But they do like to mess with the gnome. For whatever reason. It's <coughs> something about some gods from a long time ago that I ain't got nothing to do with. Have uh, the people had uh, issues with them? Well, apparently it's just me. I don't know why, but nobody else seems to notice them. You know, I know that the guards have said they've seen little things running around in the middle of the night. They think they're just children out playing pranks or something, but it's, it's kobolds, I'm telling you. It's kobolds. They're out there, they're pretending to be little kids of the children, little children of the town of the nights. Little lizard folk. Any reason why they would want to choose you of all the people in this town. Oh yeah, like I said, it's because I'm a gnome. Kobolds, for whatever reason, have problems with gnomes. I don't know. I wasn't alive back then. Maybe I was. I don't know. <laughs> all I know is that these little lizard gremlins have a problem with my kind. They love to play pranks on us. Which is a little ironic considering how we love to play pranks on, well, uh, you know. <laughs> Anyways. If I were to be looking for these little things, which I'm not, because probably 50 of them down there, there's just one of me, I'd be looking up in the city. They like it dark, they like it cold. They don't like the daylight. Oh, it's into the sewers. Do you know how to get underground? Well, I mean, there's, this place is old, you know. The Stonebrook ruins were here long before Stonebrook Fortress ever was. I'm sure there's sewers, there's probably plenty of tunnels underneath the city itself. But my first look would be the sewers. Anyways, y'all have a nice day. Pleasure meeting you. Oh, before I forget the names, I do. You can just call me Naffy. I ain't gonna bother with my full name. It's real long. <laughs> he kind of like makes his way out the door of the tavern. Good old town drunk. <laughs> <laughs> they actually see in here all. <laughs> so, um, about this point, you guys watch this. Naffy's kind of making his way out. Adneth is making her way back in. Who is? Oh, Adneth. <laughs> I yeah. can't hear. <laughs> the tall one. The tall one. And it kind of makes her way back in, looking a little exasperated and just frustrated. She sits back down at the table. Um, can I go to the barkeep? Oh, yeah, you may. Yeah. Sorry to bother you again. I promise I, well, I hope it's the last time for the night. Um, how far away is the iron flask from here? Oh, well, the iron flask, yeah, I mean, it's. Maybe a 20 minute walk, it's not far. It's just to the south, southwestern side of town. If you go through the driveway, 
head like you're heading towards the merchant's guild. Keep wandering until you see the, uh, the stockage to the right, the guardhouse. Uh, you take a right, go past the guardhouse, it leads you into a bit of a, well, shady part of town. But keep following it to the road ends. There you'll see it. Like I said, one recommended. Is it open in the mornings? Only in the evenings? I couldn't tell you. Alright. I do know it tends to be busiest in the evenings from what I gather. Thank you. Of course. I'll go sit down. Okay. How'd your meeting go? Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Talking everyone. Yeah. I saw your performance. It's terrible. Insight. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Eighteen plus, plus. What are you doing? Guys, <laughs> ten. Uh, yeah, she's lying. 18. She enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. I love how you guys inside <laughs> check each other more often than you guys yeah, have other people. <laughs> Whatever helps. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> For someone that's supposed to be staying on the down low, you went up there and definitely did your thing. Thank you. I mean, we needed a place to stay, so now we got one. Yeah. See the bigger target, but nobody but else. <laughs> hey, I trust these people in here, okay? It's got it out. It's no one I needed to be afraid of. You trust every single person here is not going to mention your name. Yeah, yeah. I trust them. I mean, I'm pretty convincing. What can Very I say? Very naive. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them rums did you have there, boy? Hey. He can probably Two. only handle one because he's so small. Hey! Uh, <laughs> That's your bar! <laughs> you know, everyone else in this place was happy and grateful for my performance, okay? <laughs> everyone knows what you look like. Yep. Well, you know what? What you sound like and what that creature you have in. Would you like to sleep outside? <laughs> I can have the whole room to myself, okay? <laughs> It'll be not. the first time I slept outside, but... Oh, really? You're a man of the wilds. Just had to travel and make do with the way I've had to make do, so it's just part of life. Yeah. Do you prefer? Well, to go and keep warm and something over my head, seeing that it's very cold outside, so... You know, I'll sleep at the target tonight and see what happens tomorrow. Some people like to sleep in nature. It's not uncommon. It's just not my thing. Not yours. Are you from the city? Not really. Farming mostly. Did you enjoy it? Family business? No. No. Not at all. But that's what the family did. That's what you do when you're part of the family till you decide to leave. So, the uh, barkeep up there, his name is Dargan. Dargan. 
Okay. Yes. Do you uh, seem like you start to the straight and straight when you talk to him? Yes. Seemed well enough through and through, from what I could tell. I can't ask him a question or two. Doesn't seem like he really hears or pays attention to a lot going on in the city. No fault to his, of course. But um, I asked him a few questions. He didn't really have any answers for me. Might be different for you. Probably not. You're looking for something or someone in particular? Uh, someone. Not quite sure exactly who they are. Where they are exactly, but. How do you know you should be looking for them then? I was told to. Oh. By whom, may I ask? Someone of great importance to me. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Man of vacancies. You know, it's just a first meet and greet here out on the battlefield of life. Right. Don't want to give too much away to start with. Well, I mean, we got Mr. Target over there. I don't really think it's that big a target. Well, I don't want to be running from anyone. I got enough trouble as it is on my own. Oh, really? Well, not with people. Um, not with just with life in general. If you know what I'm talking, you don't know what I'm talking no, about. No, darling, I don't. <laughs> just. But your business is your own, so keep just, it close just, to your chest. And um, if it follows us, well, can't say I'll stick around. Just trying to get by, trying to get my next step in life. You know. Mm. Mojo there to see if he has just one tiny winny bit of information for you know. Okay. I want to go to him too. Alright, so you two walk up to the bar, uh, to Dargan. <clears throat> Appreciate the uh, rum, even though it's coming from the town. Very nice, nice. Yeah, it's not rum, considering what you did. But she says not a problem. I'm like, you're up in. Not a problem. Not a problem. Consider what you did. Put a town. So, what can I do for you two then? Another round, or are you. Oh, um. Talks you both off as he kind of listens in. So, what about that performance, though? He kind of smiles and looks over. Got your free room, did I did. I did. Thank you. Yeah. I hope you'll be performing again. I hope it too. It was quite entertaining. I must admit. Never seen a whatever that was. Especially this kind of <laughs> that. Yeah, that thing right there. Never seen one of those. Especially sure as hell I had seen one dance like that. That was adorable. <laughs> Don't do that to <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Probably do a performance in the morning for breakfast, couldn't you, buddy? Pal, we'll see about that. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't your patrons like to see that again in the morning? Well, consider my job. Well, well, morning. I'm hey, more of a we'll, nice see, time. we'll discuss it later. We'll more see, of a nice we'll time. Let's see how I feel in the morning. Anyways, you two didn't seem like you just came up here for a drink. What's going on? Just curious about this uh, building. Yeah. What about it? If I'm looking for someone, 
Where would I go possibly find some information of how to find them? you know of any one? I suppose that depends on who you're looking for. Fielding's a big place. Large country, in fact, especially now that they've uh, taken over Yord and Drishka. Who are you looking for, exactly? I'm looking for... You're at the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is killing me. Uh, I'm gonna mess up the name of my phone. Look at it. Can I listen in? Make perception check. Mm-hmm. With advantage. I'm not listening to their conversation, but I would like to pervade the room to see if I notice anything uh, shady or otherwise. Make perception check. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, someone by the name of. Uh, Gildarth. Gildarth. He kind of thinks to himself, I'm like, kind of rubs his thick beard. Feel like I've heard that name somewhere. Definitely not someone I've met. A story. Actually, now that I think about it, I do think that uh, I recognize that name. It has something to do with that Alethian wrong. I'm not sure what, though. Something to do with Alethia itself. It's that historical thing. I can't quite place it. Sorry. Maybe found someone that had a little more knowledge in the history of field. Perhaps you can find them. Afraid I didn't pay that much attention. Just maybe an old story I heard. It's a lot more information than I've had, so I definitely appreciate it. Is it, uh, is it it's a big, big city, big area. There's a library. There's oh here, uh, Stonebrook used to be a fortressy. Right after the war ended, it kind of became a little more of a merchant hub. Still on the other, it's still up and coming currently. A uh, couple of times, like I said, got my stone dragon in here and iron flats down the south. You know, you've got stone dragon plaza where a lot of merchants kind of meet and do a lot of trade. Um, but other than that, we don't really have a whole lot of the people who live here. A lot of farmers, tinkerers, things of that nature. Sorry. Us. Uh, then I had when I started. The uh he's thinking the tinkerer, that uh Naffy over there, he's uh talking about the cobalt. Don't listen to a word that comes out of that old coot's mouth. <laughs> Alright, he's had one too many drinks and one too many bumps on the head. But the cobalt, you've seen them hit. No, of course not. If I had seen him, I'd believe a word that came out of his mouth. No cobalt's in this town. Yeah, he did seem like he had his Please serve me tonight. I have something to do. Listen, that man thinks he, he's so superstitious. He thinks that every little thing that happens to him is a fairy or a gremlin or a kobold. <laughs> Gnomes, they just, they've got strange beliefs. Every time he ties his shoelaces wrong, it's because some spirit of an ancient, from the ancient past, tied them together. I don't know. He's weird. Just ignore him. I don't know. He's weird. 
So, so thanks again for the information, and uh, I'll uh, slide the silver over the table. He takes it, and he watches you, kind of nods in appreciation, wanders over to that jug, pops the cork off, puts it in. Make my way back to the table. So About that point, what was your perception check? Oh, eight. Eight? Okay. Um, and you were listening, so you, what was your perception? 21. 21. Yeah, you heard all that conversation. <laughs> Um, about that point, the door opens up, and you guys hear this loud lumbering. And you turn around, and you see this very large figure walk in. And you kind of turn your eyes aside. Oh my god. And you see this, this very large human. He stands about six foot eight, six foot nine. He's big, he's burly, he's got this big bald head, big old gut. Um, but he's got arms that are bigger than Darnit's. And he kind of, as he walks in, you recognize this. This is Tenry. As he steps in, what do you do? Hop over the bar and hide. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't lie about that target. What? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I'm a slave again. It's over. Oh my god. Oh my. It's a five. It's a five. Five. So you roll <laughs> over the bar. You knock over every bottle, every mug. There's this loud <laughs> as you roll over and just drinks flying. Um, Dargan kind of what the actual hell? And he he looks shut up. <laughs> I mean now as he sees you, and he looks up, and you you guys kind of you you in particular hears this guy kind of sits and he's. <sighs> He looks around, he see, looks like in the direct, you guys see, he looks in the direction where Castro's just was. He looks, he looks down at you. Excuse me, ma'am. Have you seen a tiefling? Blue, violet color. And he kind of looks down, he sees you blind. I'm so very sorry. <laughs> I really apologize. I didn't. I didn't know. He kind of looks around, and everybody's kind of like, "What is going on here?" Is this guy? He's big. He's so big, and he's oh, he's looking around, and so make a persuasion check as you tell Dargan to hide you. <laughs> I'm gonna say with advantage to give him the performance you just gave. Oh my gosh! Nineteen. Nineteen. All right. Cool. So you tell Dargan hide. Dargan kind of looks down, he looks up at the big guy, he looks back down at you. Please. Oh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. He kind of looks up, excuse me, sir, can I help you? Well, I'm looking for somebody. He was, uh, he's, uh, he plays musical instruments. He's a, he's, he's kind of, despite being big and a little scary, he's kind of polite. He kind of like oh, gestures with his fingers no. together. <laughs> 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 well, he, he's, he's a tiefling, blue and violet color, and you, you watch as all the people to the side and feel like kind of whisper amongst themselves. Oh, no. And Dargan's kind of like, <laughs> and he looks over and he kind of like tiptoes and begins to walk over towards the counter, and Dargan just kind of, sorry, friend, we haven't seen one of his kind around here. Perhaps you could try the iron flask. No, I, I can't try the iron flask. I can't do that. I can't go to the iron flask. And he turns around and kind of wanders out of the uh, of the establishment. 
And it, before, like, as he as he makes his way out and the door shuts, he quickly opens it back up and he looks back at Thank you for your time. Really sorry, ma'am. Closes <laughs> the door back again and begins to make his way out. Um, <laughs> and Darian, like, kind of kicks you. I like Darian, thank you. <laughs> yeah, breakfast ain't free. <laughs> no! I'm sorry. <laughs> thank you. We'll never have it again. <laughs> Based on the big guy's reaction, did he seem uh, fearful to go to the Iron Flats? Yeah, easily enough. This guy has no deception. Like he is, he seemed very honest. Yeah, he can't go there for some reason. Oh my gosh, did he have a familiar scent by any chance? Like, would I recognize any group of where he's from? Um, he smelled within being that close. Um, is you got a whiff of him? Very salty, like kind of musky and salty, like sea salt almost. He smelled like the ocean. Have any markings, any type of tattoos, any type of... Yeah, he would, and on his arm, like, on his arm, he had an entire, like, tattoo, like, covering his left arm all the way down to the wrist. Um, Not, like, identifying more, like, just art. Yeah, just, like, art more than anything. I was looking for any type of identification. Big bald head, kind of, uh, the tunic kind of torn, ratty. But he looked a little rough. So... With that, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back to this badness that is this first session. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. okay. Oh, not 20! Wow, Don't waste them! Don't waste them! Don't waste them!